Greetings, and welcome to the latest episode of the First Day Pod. I am Michael Govier. Join me and my co-host, Leanne Hello, as we settle in and discuss, who am I? Who are you? What does it mean to be defined by who you are? What are those parameters? What is an identity? How many selves are there really? These are all questions that we discussed in this episode. And I want to give special thanks to those of you on the YouTube and Facebook Live live stream. The questions, the comments, and the thought-provoking suggestions really offer so much more to this show. And it would not be nearly as good without the participation of you in the live chat. So settle in and get ready for another wonderful edition of The First Day Pod. Hi, welcome to The First Day Podcast. I'm Michael Govier, and that's Leanne Hello, right Leanne? Hello? Yeah, you want to say something? I can hear you. Oh, she doesn't have her headphones plugged in, so she can't hear anyone. Anyways, me, Yoshi, and Leanne are live for the Sunday night, November 13th edition of the First Day Pod. Oh, it's November 14th. Sorry, I didn't even know that. I didn't know what day it was. Are you laughing still? People on the podcast, they have no idea what's happening right now. If they're listening to the podcast version, they're like, is Leanne really there? <laughs> I'm here. Oh, Hello, are. everybody. Hey, well, Ed's right on cue. What's up, Ed? Hey, Ed. How you doing? What's going on, Ed? Give us the big word. What's the latest? Tell us something good. <laughs> on the First Day Podcast, we are continuing forth with the book club. We do it every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It's live and available to you on Zoom. We send you the secret link if you want to be a part of the book club. We are currently reading what, Leanne? Oh, um... What is it called? <laughs> oh my god! I'm having a day. Um, it's Brene <laughs> Brown. It's Brene Brown. What's the name of the? What's the title though? I don't care about the author. <laughs> oh, Ed, what's Ed, the name of Ed, the book? Yeah, Ed, you're in the book club. Can you just type it in here? <laughs> we look like fools. Because I'm Anyways, going we through do it. all of their other. I've got like three of her books. There um, it is. Ed has posted it. Thank you, gifts of imperfection. That's what it is. Yes, thank you, Ed. <laughs> Yeah, and it's got these interesting markers. It's like broken up into guideposts. Yeah. So, uh, check it out. If you want to get involved, you never have to be from the beginning in the book club. You just jump in whenever you want. There's no rules, just right. Yes, okay? absolutely. And we have a free PDF of the book. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, oh man, yeah. I'm not going to have time to get the book in, we can give you the free PDF. and Free. Yes. So Josh is here. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. Josh. Successfully had his surgery on Monday. He's recovering and he's doing well. He's got a long road of recovery to go, but really glad that it went well. I'm so mm -hmm. grateful, Josh. We love you very much. Yeah. And everybody out there who knows what it's like to see a loved one go through a very difficult health challenge, you guys can understand what that feels like. And Josh is doing great right now. So he's on his way. It's just going to be a long road to recovery. Heart surgery is a major deal and it's going to take some time, but uh, hopefully he'll leave the hospital pretty soon yay we love you josh that's right and ed says the book club is awesome by the way and josh is also saying i have not read 
anything lately. Well, Josh, you know, it's interesting. You are in the hospital and there's not a lot to do right now. This is a good time to read. If somebody should bring you a book, I should have sent you a book. We should have sent you the book. Actually, that's what we should have done. So yeah, I can send you the PDF. Yeah, let's do yeah. that right now. We'll send yeah. it to you, Josh. No problem. Free. It's a free copy. Uh, this is Lynn Naz, which actually is uh, Carrie and my, it could be just Carrie or it could be Matt and Carrie. They say, Josh is a baller. And Josh <laughs> says, thanks, but can't focus either. Ooh, okay. That's well, that's fine. interesting. Uh, oh, no problem. Thanks, Siri. On today's episode, we're here to talk about how am I not myself and who is myself? Does it matter who I am, what I am, how I am? Do you secretly ask yourself this question often? If you say no, you're lying because every person will eventually come to a situation where they ask themselves, who am I? What am I about? People define themselves through values, uh, their attributes, uh, experiences uh, play a tremendous role. The experiences, what experiences define you? Do you think there's one that defines you, Leanne? One experience? Mm, sure. No, I don't think so. One experience that kind of, it doesn't have to summarize who you are, but it definitely defines something about you, the actions that you took or the actions that you personally experienced created the person you are today. I think there's a ton of experiences that I've had. Sure. So it's just there's to, one. There's it's not hard, just one. Yeah, no, it's hard to just pick one. Um, but I feel like recently, I'll say recently, um, I feel like the if you would have asked me this like five years ago, it would have been the when I did this, it was, be, you know, I felt this way and it was like, that's who I am. And I'm like this, whatever. Now it's the things that I don't do that are seeming to define me more um, because I'm finally putting like no's in place. Like I'm I'm putting um, kind of like um, what is it called? Anyway, I don't know. what is it called? Like what are you talking about? Uh, not limitations, but where I'm, guys, I'm so sorry today. My brain is just not going to be working properly. Um, Yoshi, her brain doesn't work today. Yoshi, can you believe it? It really doesn't. It really doesn't. So, um, anyway, I've been putting boundaries. I guess that's the word that I'm looking for. And boundaries. Yoshi knows all about boundaries. Yeah. And it, that's been really defining who I am recently because I'm tapping in more into what I need and, and my goals and what I'm looking to, to be or like who I want to be. Um, and a big part of that is putting boundaries on it. So I feel like the boundaries that I've been putting in place have been like little wins for me that it's like, Oh man, I handled that the way I wanted to. So boundaries are healthy. Mm -hmm. How about you have to do with who you are? Because it's me knowing who I am and what I want to be. And, and who is that? And so, Pardon? And who is that? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, so I want to be, I have a lot of like dreams and goals and I want to go forward with them like just unapologetically. And um, I want to spend more time on me, you, my family, um, so I'm trying to like put boundaries into place that I'm not spending as much time with with other things that are um, 
would normally take me away from that. What does that confused look like? Why do you look well, how, confused? How is this who you are? I don't get it. I asked you who you are. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who I am. <laughs> Go ahead. Who are you? I don't know. I was asking you first. I can answer the question. Ed says, I ask the question a lot. Who is my authentic self? Sometimes I feel phony when I'm being who I want to be. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I don't. Why would you feel phony if you're being who you want to be? If anything, you'd feel phony because you're not being who you want to be. So I don't get it. Society. I think the way that I'll interpret that is that a society is making you feel like um, if you're not falling into what other people want um, or what people are expecting of you, then. Yes. Oh, God. I don't know. Go ahead. I'm not going to talk very much in this episode. Go ahead. I really do feel like I'm not functioning at my prime right now. And well, what are you saying? Just finish your thought. I, I don't I don't know what my thought is. Go ahead. You, you don't know ahead. what your thought was? No, I don't. I really don't right now. So you go ahead. I shouldn't have started talking. You go for it. Why'd you say something though? I don't know. I don't you know. honestly don't. So not only she doesn't know who she is, she doesn't even know why she's talking, folks. No. That is not somewhere you want to be, but it is an honest place to be. So thank but you it's for where being I honest. Am. That's very mm-hmm. open and honest, Leanne. That's why I love you very much. You're very okay, honest. Thank you. Thank you. Josh says, because it's not social norm to feel how you should. That's true. There's a lot of truth to that. Uh, Not openly and outwardly. Uh, We're all supposed to fit into these predetermined little, uh, I don't know, what do you call them? Slots or categories or expectations. Societal norms are only societal norms because we say they are. If we all start to come up and be ourselves in our own ways, and we say that's normal, then we can change it together. That's possible. Uh, Josh wants to know, are you okay, Leanne? Yes. I've just been the last. So all it is, is I've just been the last, what time is it? Eight o'clock? The last 12 hours I've been in front of the computer doing a presentation for a a thing that I'm doing on Tuesday morning. And so I have literally just reread and written this thing for 12 hours straight. And I took probably total half an hour break. And then I left that to jump on this. So I haven't had time to switch gears kind of thing. So that's why I was saying Mike should have just talked first because I just need to like get switch gears into this and then I'll be fine. Everything will be fine. But thank you, Josh. I'm okay. <laughs> Even though Very I don't sw- sound it. You sound fine. I, I think you're being just you're a little harder on yourself right now. And I don't know why, but that's okay. If you can explain it to us, we're here to listen, Leanne. That's why we do the show. Thanks, Mike. I'm good. <laughs> Ed says, uh, I asked the question a lot. Who is my authentic self? Oh, we did that one. Sorry, yeah. Ed. Yeah, I know we covered that. My bad. It is something that I am still practicing, so it does not feel like the real me. Mm. He's pra- you're practicing being yourself, Ed, in public? Is that what you mean? Because that's fascinating. Tammy says, I understand, Leanne. Tammy gets you, Leanne. Thanks, He's right Tammy. there with you. Yeah. <laughs> Josh says, you're burnt out. How do you think of that? How do you respond to that? Yeah, I'm not really burnt out. I'm just, it was literally like a 30 second switch and I feel like my brain just needed a, what I should have done is I should have walked away from this, like my, the work that I was doing for like five minutes and just taking a breather to be like, okay, now we'll get into that. Um, But I didn't. And so you guys got to see what happens when I don't switch gears properly. Oh. Okay. But I have okay, so I have I have a, a quote that I want to read. And it was interesting because this morning 
Um, oh, so it hasn't been 12 hours. It's been like 11 hours. So this morning in my mastermind, um, one of the gentlemen, he brings this up a lot and he brought it up today and it was like, it was very perfect for what we we're talking about. And it's a quote by Charles Horton Cooley. Do you know who that is? Uh, I don't know the name off the top of my head, but no. okay, so Charles he was, Horton Cooley. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, okay. he's an, he's an older gentleman because he died in 1929. He's an American so, sociologist who died in 1929. You're right. He's a sociologist. He's been dead almost a hundred years and he was on the Michigan Supreme court. Yes. And he, he went to school where you went to school, the university of Michigan. A lot so, of people did. Okay. You know, the Unabomber went to Michigan. Oh, wow. Fascinating. Yeah. That's great. That's right. Ted Kaczynski. Oh, I did not know that. Um, Okay, so this is this is the quote, and it says, I am not what I think I am, and I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. Did you get that? Say that one more time. Okay, so I am not what I think I am, and I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. Ah, I am what you think I am. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? So I think what that whole thing means is that it's, it's not, it's however you, oh gosh, again, <laughs> put your thinking cap on, Leanne. So I think what it means is however I think you're going to in, um, interpret me or how you're going to look at me. Because a lot of us are like, we care so much about what other people think, but we actually have no clue about what they're thinking. And if we did, we'd realize the majority of people don't care about what we're doing. They're not even paying attention. So it's <laughs> what we think yep. they think of us. And that's what we're worried about, even though it's not even real most of the time. How many times have we had it where we're like, oh my gosh, like, they're going to think this and it's going to be and it's going to be this horrible thing. And we build all this stuff up. And so we stop acting like who we want to be. And we think we start acting the way that we think they think that we would want to be. And then it turns out that they're just like, oh, my God, I, I didn't even realize what's going on because they're not paying attention. Everybody just cares about themselves. So that's mm -hmm. what I think that quote means. And I think that is really interesting because we're we're all so afraid of what other people think, and yet we have no clue what other people think for the most part. It's funny. This world is often filled with a bunch of souls just thinking about how they can get by and wondering what other people are thinking of them simultaneously. So there's a real tremendous importance that comes with egoism. The more egotistical we are, people have been called egotistical, I'm sure. You've met people in your life and maybe someone even said, hey, you know, that person is very egotistical. What does that mean when someone says that? Or what do you think that means? Uh, I think what I think the way that people think that is, is that like they're really full of themselves or that they really think that they're like, you know, the God to everybody kind of thing. I think that's what that means. Well, it doesn't matter what, I just want to know what you think it means. That's all. I, that's what, I guess that's what I used to, I think like pompous. What is selfish? Those are kind of like words that come to thing when I think of egotistical. Arrogant, selfish, mm -hmm. self-important. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But now that I know what the ego is and now that I know that like the ego drives the majority of our behaviors, then um, then we, we're all have it. You know what I mean? Like it's a very different um, it's a very different kind of thing. So now like I know that I have an ego and if people were like, no, you don't really you don't seem to be egotistic. No, I have an ego. And like I'm really trying to like not let that drive the game all the time. Ah, okay. All right. I like what you're saying. I'm impressed. Uh, a couple comments here. Did I read this one? No. Ed says he truly believes he could be whoever he wants to be. Courageous, intelligent, fun, silly, victim, etc. I work on being present. That's important. That helps. Mm -hmm. You could still be present, though, and not have a clue who you are. Uh, Josh says, wouldn't tie yourself in there. I think he's talking about you. And think old Eminem song called The Way I Am. I don't know. That's just the way I am. I sit back with this pack of zigzags and this bag of this weed that gives me the, you know, something about the meanest MC on this earth. Uh, Carrie and Matt say, not caring what people think about us is very freeing. I bet. Mm -hmm. Ed says, that quote sounds like self-esteem. For mm -hmm. me, I strive to being who I am, not doing or thinking, just be. Yeah, just be, be present. Ed's trying to be present and be. So who is that person? Does it really matter if you are just being and you're in the moment? Who really cares who you are? Right? Why would I care individually about myself and trying to define myself so much if I was just being in the moment and acting out accordingly by just being me? That's you being you. And I know it sounds <laughs> complex, but it's really not. It's just... I think this is a, a world of people floating around, especially in American society in North America, of people who are all thinking about themselves way too much. And it's yes. part of the culture that's created here, the mass culture. Um, there's nothing wrong with thinking about what are my goals? What are my dreams? What are my desires? What do I need right now? Uh, why am I here? It's good to ask these things and to be aware of them and identify them. But something you alluded to, Leanne, about how everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about them or how important they are when really nobody's really thinking about you at all. I think it would be a shocking reality. If people learned how little people actually thought <laughs> of you or me, like people don't think about me all the time at all. I think when people get nervous and afraid or scared they did something wrong and, or they think that they're going to get found out, something secretive, not, not cheating, I don't know, something simpler, something like that's a littler thing, but they're worried about it. Like, oh, my God, people are going to find out that I uh, I was a B student. I wasn't an A student. Someone's going to find me out one day. I just know it. If you told the fib or you exaggerated your self-importance to others and you know the truth about it, you're obsessing over it most likely. But the truth is the other people, they're not even thinking about you and your grades or your actions most of the time because they're thinking about themselves. Yeah. That's right? a way even Maybe. in big things that like, unless like, unless it's a really huge thing that you really did hurt somebody and then they're like, their life has really been altered because of it. Even yeah. for like bigger things, people just don't care. And they're just not And the busier that we all get, the less we have time. Yeah. The less that we have time to, to focus on anybody else 
um, which I think is also a problem. I think there's like there's like a little duality in there where I really do feel like we need to start caring more about and thinking more about other people and how they feel and and who they are and all that kind of thing. But we don't. And so um, there's really like there's a lack of balance in that, I feel. Hmm. Well, we're talking about who am I? How am I not myself? Does that even matter? Why? Who cares? Right. Just live. Be what does it matter if you don't identify yourself so specifically? Also, how many selves are there? There's not really just one me. It's a multiple layered complex thing. A brain has many different factors into it, right? A brain has filled with so much. And the brain and the spiritual side, they all come together and they create the person that you are, including all the social context and the reactions and connections you have with others. It is complicated. So there can't just really be one self, can there? Yeah, there can be. Really? <laughs> yeah, why not? It's just your true being. And I really do feel like it's as simple as your true being is just that of love. I really do think like brass tacks at the end of the game, at the end of all of it, our true self is just to love and be loved. Like it's just that's all it is. And if we could just like, and when you're when you're just being, if you have the image of people that are just being and just being present and just being in the moment and just being there, never, well, I don't know, maybe for me, I never picture somebody being mean to people. I never picture somebody yelling at somebody. I have this image of people that are just kind and have a loving aura around them and they're just peaceful and that's just what they are. So I feel like that's like at the end of the day, that's who we are. It's just a matter of getting back to it. And it's like everybody goes to find themselves and they're reaching out for all of these things to find themselves and going on vacations and going on sabbaticals and going on all this stuff to find themselves. And it's like the further you look, the further you are, because it's just it's just peace and love. That's who we are. So and I this feel is like what we, we do. It's who we are. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, that's what we do. And that's who we are. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's really that simple. And that's why like meditation is such a big thing, because it just takes us back to like, just being calm and just being like, not letting all of that stuff get in the way. Because that's the only time that we're really not who we are is where we're worried about all this other garbage that doesn't matter at all. So no, mm -hmm. I think that we're just ultimately that's that's if we're talking about who our true self is, I think that's who our true self is. Wow. Fascinating stuff. We're talking live here on the first day podcast. I'm Michael Govia. She's Leanne. Hello. We're here with you. You can chat in the live stream, drop your comments, anything you want to say, just drop it in there and we'll share it here on the big screen. We are all focused on the self than others. Little issues. Josh says, Oh, probably. Mm -hmm. Why would we be thinking about, I mean, we think about other people. I'm not saying that doesn't happen, of course, but I'm just saying the general repetitive routine of thoughts. The truth is we don't know what a lot of people are thinking, even if we think we do. That's mm -hmm. another thing, right, Leanne? Yes. She, she agrees. Ed yeah. says, what are, what is our essence? I trust we are a spirit or an energy. If I could connect to that in the moment, that is who I am. And Josh says it all breaks down to the viewer's perspective. 
He says, I love you guys, but I got to tap out at the moment. Josh, that's okay, buddy. We love Go you. Go rest easy. You just had heart surgery, if we're crying out loud. You can do yeah. whatever you want. Take your time. Yes. Just don't have any, um, you know, no hot foot Sundays. <laughs> we love you, Josh. Get yes. better. We love you very much, buddy. You can be yeah. fine. Yeah. But take your time and take care of yourself. Uh, but there's actually uh, several selves connected within us. You know, we are made up of tissue. We're a physical being, right, Leanne? Yes. Agreed. Okay. Well, we also have genetics that create a hereditary past that is given to us to go forth with. Mm -hmm. Right? Genes are real. Genetics is real. Yep. And we live in a world, wherever, whoever we are, we have people or other beings around us that create an environment, right? Mm-hmm. So all three of those things are different parts of who you are. And there also could be different selves, the different versions that create you. You try, you can't just put them all together to create this one person. All three of those are equally, maybe more at one point and less at, at other times, are impacting your decision-making process or just your life in general, whatever you're doing each day. But all three of those things create who I am. They create who you are. And this is something that I didn't even mention the spiritual aspect of it. Those were just like three scientific things that we know about. Mm -hmm. Hello? Yeah. Sorry, I you thought you were going to continue on. Come on. Matt wants to know if spiritual thinking is delusional. That's a great question. I used to think that for sure. Growing up, by the time I had a fully functioning brain and I was out of high school, I thought, Religion, I still think religion is ridiculously absurd. And but religion and spiritual are two different things. I know. You didn't let me finish my sentence. Okay. I thought that's what we were doing. No. <laughs> go. Oh, we're finishing each other's sentences? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You go ahead. No, I'll go. go. Ahead. No, I'll you go. please go. No, I'll yeah. go. Ah, ha, ha. By the way, you guys see Leanne got her haircut. Doesn't she look beautiful? That's a brand new head of hair. I want you guys to type in the lives chat. What do you think she looks like? Give me your best descriptor of her right now. I'd love to get your feedback on this because she's got a brand new haircut. She looks great. It's clean. It's fresh. And it's it's blonde. And you look great, honey. You really do. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Carry Are you happy on. with your haircut? <laughs> Carry on. I actually am. It looks awful right now, but I actually, look awful right I actually now? really am happy with it now. Is the haircut define who you are? Yes. Part of yourself? It's my everything. Without it, I'm nothing. <laughs> oh, boy, that is dramatic. Ed says, we are also changing. On average, every cell in the body is different about every seven years. Yeah, things yeah, change quickly. Uh, Carrie says, great color. She loves the color. Thank you. Thank That's Carrie knows what she's talking about. Thank uh, you. Actually, Carrie, uh, Carrie's hair is kind of similar color now, right? I, I don't know if it's as blondish, but it's certainly lighter. Anyways, that's not what the show's about. We're talking about uh, spirituality. Is it? Delusional? Yeah, you thought it was bogus. Religion was bogus. Oh, back I still when we first started. I've I I to this day I think religion is bogus and absurd, and it causes a lot more pain than it seems to do good. But spirituality is different than religion. Spirituality is not a book. It's not a an order of organizational structure about who the being the almighty is and who isn't and who's in who's out of a certain type of area like heaven or hell and all that stuff it's not about that there's no 
set of rules with spirituality. It's just something that's around us. And the more people that are into it, they say that, hey, I am a being and there's a separate being from my physical body that you can't really see with the current technology or tools that we have at our disposal as humans. You know, for sure you've heard this before. 21 grams, when people die, they lose 21 grams right away. Where does that 21 grams go? What was it, you know? It's a strange thing, but have you ever heard that? No, I haven't. What? You've never heard that? No. Yeah, if you Google 21 grams, that's probably what's going to come up right away. Supposedly, human body is 21 grams lighter when they pass. Wow. That's interesting. Also, I believe that there's something going on here that we just can't even comprehend. So the spirituality has to do with that. Our simpleton little human minds, which are more advanced than other beings on this planet, still can't even comprehend the awesome force of whatever is beyond what we can see physically. You know, we didn't see x-rays 2,000 years ago, but they were always here, right? Now we can see them. Mm-hmm. So spirituality is something I definitely believe in, but I don't practice enough. So myself is not really defined by it right now because it's not an active part of my being. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, could, I would like to be more involved. I'd like to have a little more spirituality in my life, which means that like, I would like to take the time to connect with the ether and the great beyond and the, everything around us, all of the energy and matter that is coming together right now. I would like to connect with that on a spiritual level, which means stopping, closing my eyes, tuning everything out. Meditation, obviously, is something that can lead to that, right? Mm-hmm. How else can I be spiritual, Leanne? Hmm. I I feel like there's a a part of it when you're playing your drums. <laughs> drums, music, interesting. Yeah, I feel what like I feel like anything that really like detaches your. I don't know. Again, I feel like every episode I need to say this that I'm just like. I'm just a girl that's just saying her opinion and what she thinks. So we, yeah, I have we already know like that. It's okay. Backing of that, I know, but it, for people that are just hopping in for the first we time, we are not experts. We're just two regular people in this world. Yeah, but I feel like anything that can kind of like <laughs> detach our like ego mind and like our like our really analytical mind, anything that can detach us from that and just be like like in the zone. If you're feeling like you're just in the zone, I feel like there's a spiritual component to that because it's like when you're you know, playing your drums. It's not necessarily that you're like, okay, here's this beat. I don't know what you do, but anyway, like here's this and then this, and it's like this like step. It's not like if something takes over and you create and, um, same thing with people that paint or even me when I'm doing my kitchens or when I was, when I was doing the speech, even as silly as that sounds, I think, I feel like there was some sort of spiritual kind of thing that was happening through that because it was like time would go by and all of a sudden I had this amazing part of the speech that was done that I don't even know where it came from kind of thing. So I feel like anything Mm. that can really like not, I would use the word distract because it's just distracting you from like the regular thinking mind. Um, But really I feel like that distraction is connecting you to like 
presence and to your spirit and to your actual energy. And so like when you're dancing or when you're when you're playing with a kid, actually, that's a good example, too. When you're playing with a kid or even a puppy, but you're not aware of or not aware, but you're not focused on like what anybody else is thinking in that moment. So like yeah. you're playing with the kid and you're just in the zone and you're just like you're a child with that child. That I feel like is a spiritual experience. And then the moment that you're like, what are their parents saying or what are people thinking or is somebody watching that's immediately now you're out of that. So, oh, so I feel like it can be anything. Observation takes you right out of the spiritual zone. The presence of others that you feel are observing you. If you're thinking about if you start not no, because I feel like you can be aware of everything that's around you. And like the more present that you are, the more you'll be aware of people around you. But it's that thinking of what are they thinking or like as soon as you get into that analytical like feeling of like, what do I look like doing this or what am I, how am I coming across? Oh my gosh, leave her. Yoshi, please stop doing that. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, Yoshi, everyone loves you. Sorry, Yoshi the dog. For those of you that are listening to the podcast version later, yes. uh, Yoshi's... Oh, happy right now. She's cleaning my ears. But yes, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I want to get a comment in here from Ed who says, I am biased. I believe Leanne is just a beautiful human being. And so are you, Mike. And that's very sweet of you, Ed. So are but you, Ed. Thank you. That's very, yeah, Ed. Beautiful subjective. And then human being is not, though. Basically, we could define who a human being is. But these uh, monikers we put on, these adjectives become very subjective and although we'd all want to be beautiful or like wonderful or kind and empathetic people it's not always like that and i'm not saying us i'm just saying overall in the world ed you're a very compassionate guy and you have something about you that created an awareness now whether it's your personal experiences or just time and curiosity these are also things that i find fascinating to find who we are who am i am i a curious person or is that just the human condition? So we're all curious. It just doesn't really make me unique. What we identify with, our identity as individuals. Who am I? This is something that causes a lot of problems, I think. But is identifying, like, it, it comes back to, like, and I, I have this conversation about a lot of topics that we talk about. When we say, like, we're, we're identifying as this and this is who we are, Mm -hmm. All we're doing is labeling ourselves. That's all that we're doing. And none of that matters. Like we can label ourselves to make things easier for us to like figure things out. Like we can we can put labels on things and it makes it easier if we're describing somebody to somebody else or if we're doing whatever we can we can put these labels on it. But that's still not who we are. Hmm. Yeah, the problem is that some of these labels, some of these feelings we have about who we are. They can create negative outcomes. I had a good point about it, but I just lost it prior to what you were saying. I lost it. So. It'll come back. Who am I? Someone who forgets things. That's that's what I'm going to tell people. You know, who you are is something that, think about what you want in your tombstone and you die. That is a really great way to try to figure out, if you can't figure it out, who am I? What would you put on your tombstone? That would define something 
to a certain extent of who you are, but it's also public. So you might be shy, even though you're dead. I bet people would still be shy or feel embarrassed to be truly honest about who they were, even though they'd be dead. They wouldn't, they would never get any backlash. They wouldn't experience any of that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, is. it it's would be bonkers. like I think that we've Fear. seen I don't have an example of it, but we have seen things that like people didn't tell anybody that they would put on their tombstone. And then, and then it was like, whatever. I, I think that's cool. But yeah, you're making that up. If you're if you're making that up, like that's a nice idea that like even like the eulogy, like that whole thing about like write your own eulogy and that's how you want to like live into your life. But it really depends. I feel like a lot of these things that we do, it depends on like the state of of us doing it. So if like if right now we were like, okay, let's both write our eulogy on the podcast for other people to listen to, and we would we would be coming from it in a different place of like, uh, I don't think it would be a true quiet trying to figure out our things. I think. What does he say? My tombstone. I almost ate the whole thing. Tombstone pizza. I think he's making oh. a joke about the old. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Got it. Remember that? Tombstone <laughs> yeah. pizza. Yes. What do you want on your tombstone? Uh, pepperonis and mushrooms. <laughs> Sorry. No problem. Hi, Jason, I'm... by the way. Do you know Jason? No, I do not. Hello. Jason, Welcome. your new name. Andy's Welcome to the live chat. Welcome. Yeah. Please sub the YouTube channel. For those of you that like to be on Facebook Live, the YouTube channel and the subs are where we try to focus our video live stream for every show on Sunday night, live at 8 p.m. Eastern time without fail. And also, we have more subs. We're getting closer to 100. We're almost at 80 now. So, yay. Thank you. I define myself. Oh, Jason says hello. Hey, buddy. Hi. So glad to have you. Hit the sub button. Stick around. We do the show once a week, every Sunday night. We're here to talk about mental health, uh, addictions, open and honest discussion, encouragement, and empowerment to learn more about this world and about each other. That's what we do here, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. by the way, so if you're new to the show, we're totally open to, to topics or conversations or even just like thoughts that yes. you want us to discuss on the show. So we yeah. kind of come up with the different topics, um, but we are totally open to, you know, not that we're going to have the all the answers, but it comes into like really cool discussion with people inside of the chat. And then we can, you know, formulate all these different things. So anyway. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Jason, you heard it here first. That goes for everybody. <laughs> Ed says, I would like to strive for what I wrote on my wife's tombstone. Lived life with passion and purpose. Nice. Very simple, elegant. That's very classy. Well done, Ed. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, going back to what the question was, Matt had this question earlier. It said this, is mm -hmm. spiritual thinking delusional? I don't think it's delusional. I think what we're doing is trying to make sense as best we can with the limited amount of abilities we have as humans to understand the universe and this entire existence around us. That's all it is. So is it delusional? No. Is it challenging? Yes. Uh, does everybody have the ability to try to really get into spiritual thinking? Is it easier to scoff at it? Because what we see before us physically has tangible, like this 
This is here. This water, this glass of water is in my hand. I know it for a fact. But the spiritual forces that I can't see directly with our, my eyes that are beyond our capacity as humans to understand it, that's a little more complicated. So usually, more often than not, and I was guilty of this for many years. I've done it. I did it a lot. It's easy to scoff at it and be like, oh, what a bunch of hocus pocus. What a bunch of nonsense. What a bunch of gibberish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't feel that way anymore. I definitely understand spirituality. There's something going on out here that we have no way of knowing. We just cannot comprehend it. I don't know what it is. It's certainly not anything. This is the one thing I can confidently say. It's not anything that human beings have come up with. They have no idea because I'm a human being. And even the smartest human being still has little to offer in terms of the comprehension of spirituality. It's not about smarts. It's not about intelligence. It's about an awareness. Right? Yes. You like that? Does that make you yeah. happy? Yeah, that makes me very happy. Well, good. I like Jason when you're happy. Say, yeah. Jason says, I've always been an atheist. I kind of wish I had the ability to believe in something, a level of comfort. Jason, wow, you just hit on something. This is a great piece of information. I love that you shared this comment first off. Yes, thank because, you, Jason. Yes, thank you, Jason. Because Leanne, uh, Leanne's a, uh, she's a religious woman to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I am not. I I guess you would call me an atheist, uh, agnostic, whatever. I, something's going on. I have no idea what it is. But for most of my years, I was atheist. Like, there's no God. This is all just meaningless. And when you die, it's just too, too painful to accept the fact that you just go into the ground and that's it. People don't want to accept that. So that's why we have all these religions and we're always searching for ways to try and find meaning in the it would just be so painful for everybody to think that this existence just happens and then it's over. People can't live with that most of the time. Hold on a second, though. Hold on. Just like an, you just got finished saying that you have no idea what any of this stuff is and that there's something bigger yeah. and that there's all of this. So yes, if we're truly spiritual beings and we're truly just energy, then we're not just going to die and be in the ground and then that's it. So it's well, not I'm a matter it's one of one possibility. Okay, continue on. Go ahead. It's not, I don't know that at all. I'm just saying it's one possibility. And if that was the case, but you made that's it why the, what you were making it sound like is that the reason why people believe in something greater is to make themselves feel better about the yes. idea of being buried in the ground and that's yes. it. Yes. No. Yes. No, it can be no, it can be the opposite. Like it can just be, oh, it could that be there could be other reasons, but that is very much the unspoken deep down part of people they don't talk about at parties feeling that they have, so they try to Maybe. find that it's not for it's not every person that thinks that unconsciously or consciously, but it certainly is the impetus for a lot of attempts to create an understanding of the afterlife, if you will. That's all. That's what I mean. And okay. So I understand what Jason means. Jason says, I think that's the difference between spirituality and religion. Not the same thing. Exactly. Completely agree, Jason. Jason, I think we're very much on the same page, you and I. I think we would get along quite well, and both of ourselves might be similar. In fact, what if we're the same person? We don't even know it. Would that be crazy? Yeah. That would blow people's minds, wouldn't it, Jason? Blow my mind. Ed says, I, I, I agree. Oh, go ahead, Leanne. I was just going to say, I'd love to hear how Jason found us. If you can oh, yeah. share that in here or you can just like to DM us. But I'm always curious how people are are kind of stumbling upon us. 
he might be a follower of mine on Twitter and he popped on. That's very oh, likely cool. that I know who he is. Okay. Actually. Mm. Jason, are you Jason uh, Dingo H Yo Baby? Is that you, Jason? Because I know you quite well if that's you. Let me know. I have a feeling it might be on Twitter. That's his handle. Dingo ate yo baby. That says, I agree. I think it's delusional to believe we have all the answers. I believe there is much more beyond my understanding. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Yep. It's him. Hey, Jason. <laughs> so that's who he is. Good to see you, buddy. He's the one who sent me the, uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Okay. Look at this thing. It's a yodeling pickle. (laughs) Oh, my God. By the way, look at Yoshi. Look at her. She loves this thing. Freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening, Yoshi? What is it? Okay. Oh, All right. That's not helpful for podcast listeners. Sorry. Anyways, thank. Oh, no, damn it. I hit it again. <laughs> it's going to do its thing. The yodeling pickles from Jason. He, no, get down, Yoshi. I made a huge mistake of the day I got that in the mail from Jason, who sent it to me as a gift, which was very nice of him. Just very friendly or totally random. Thank Let's you. Let's be a yodeling pickle in the mail. I opened it up and then I let Yoshi start to play with it. And now, ever since then, she thinks it's a toy, but it's not really made for a dog. Made of like hard plastic, so I feel bad that I brought it out because now she's just going to be thinking about it nonstop. But, uh, anyways, <sighs> and if you guys are listening to this in the podcast form, you need to go over to YouTube. She looks adorable over your arm. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay. So, what does Jason say? Love the pod. Been meaning to come to live chat. This is my first chance. Well, we're so happy that you're here. That's amazing. Yes. It's always great to have somebody new here. Thanks for being here, Jay. Very, very kind of you. And thanks for the thoughtful thoughts. All of you guys have been dropping great comments like you always do. Ed, Josh, Jay, Carrie, Matt, or Lynn. I, I don't still don't know why you're Lynn, but whatever. I think it's funny that your YouTube name is Lynn. But you're yeah. Carrie. We know who and you are. Tammy. Oh, Tammy. Yeah, that's right. And I'll tell you this. Um, this identity of ourselves cause a lot of pain because we go through I mean we all probably have a friend that we knew or a loved one a family member a lot of identity crises uh, trying to figure out who I am who they are so you adopt all these different uh, cultural touchstones like like goth I was really into goth for a while you know that was you know try to define yourself through these these uh, fads really that's what they are, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Carrie says Lynn's her middle name. Oh, okay. By the way, my new name is Carrie Lynn. Okay, Carrie. Great. Oh, I'm going to so start pretty. calling you Carrie Lynn every time I see you going forward. So, so that that's way okay. Leanne won't be alone. Someone else will have two names. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> Carrie Lynn. But uh, did you, you, you know what I'm talking about? Do you ever have friends like that? Yes. And it brought up for me, it brought up, I have friends that are, which is a really interesting kind of thing is you're being one way for so long in your life that you've kind of built this, this life around that being of whatever it is. Um, 
you're the rock or you're the supporter or you're the whatever it might be. And so you have this kind of being in the way that you show up to your family and to your work and to everything. But it's really not who you are at the core. And it's not who you go to bed with. When you go to sleep, you feel like you're something else and and there's something more. And when you wake up, it's the same thing. But then you put on that same hat when you go into the world and see your family and see your coworkers. But then it turns into like, I want to be me. But now it becomes difficult because you you have all of these people around you that are expecting that old way of being and then you get caught up in your head of, Hmm. well, I have to keep up this charade of who I've been or who I I was creating all these years. Um, And then you don't want to change because you don't want to hurt people or you don't want to let people down or you don't want to. And so I feel like that's a really a really big thing why a lot of people don't in their 40s and 50s when they start kind of coming into their own they don't want to change because they don't want to let down all of the the society people around them that are expecting a certain thing hmm. have you ever gone through an identity crisis mm, probably <laughs> probably not one I care to remember or share with you of course but yeah it probably happened no um, you just threw me for a loop um yes I actually did um I didn't even realize that it was affecting me so um this was years ago but I was always go 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 like type a personality like always trying to be and it wasn't to it wasn't to impress anybody or to do anything. It was like I hold held myself at this certain standard of like, so I was all of this kind of stuff. And then I finally just like broke and couldn't keep up. And then I felt like when I did that, it was like it crashed down that like, oh, my gosh, now I'm like disappointing, you know, like my friends and I'm disappointing my family and I'm disappointing all of these people that I thought needed me to be a certain way. And then it turned mm. out that they were like, well, no, it's actually kind of nice to see that you're not like this superhero, that you're just human. And so it's the same thing that we were talking about at the beginning of the show about we think that other people think a certain way of us. And really, they're just looking at it. And sometimes when we're being this like this this way that's not authentic, and even yes. though when I was in it, I thought I was being authentic. I thought that's who I was. But it's hard to keep up. And when people are seeing that, it almost makes them feel more inferior because it's like, how do they um, how do they measure up? Even though we're not supposed to be comparing ourselves, but we all still do it. Um, so every day. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things. And then when you fall, you think you're letting people down, but you're actually going to make them feel better. Like, and that comes down to like this whole thing about the book. We're going to be talking about like vulnerability and being able to show compassion and show empathy and show that we're vulnerable. And I think parents too, like parents, I have friends that are like, they, they can't handle certain things. And so, but they don't want to show their kid that they're not super strong. And so they're putting on this face of like, yeah, I can handle everything. And then they're crying in the closet. Like there's now TikTok things where like the mom is like drinking in the closet or she's crying in the closet. And it's this big oh. thing that everybody can relate to. But that's awful because then this kid is growing up 
to think, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, if I get to a point that I have to cry about something, something's wrong with me because my mom or my dad was able to do this and be stronger. So I feel like we really need to tap into who we are and just be who we are. And if we've been a certain way for 20 years, who cares? Just be who you are. I don't think you're going to let people down. And if you do, they don't really love you. If you can just be who you are and now they're upset with you because you're being who you are. Yeah. You don't need those people in your life, no matter who they are. Really. Mm. Ain't nobody got time for that. Truly. Fascinating. Okay. Uh, That's how sure I that... feel. If any of you guys in the chat want to like chime in and tell me, well, that Jason wrong said absolutely it. relate to that. Mm. He absolutely did. So, what you said spoke to him. Good for you, Leanne. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I am. Well, I love you. That's love really you good. People relate to what you said. That makes me happy. See, and now I've switched gears and I'm in podcast mode, and so now I can have like a regular conversation. <laughs> I'm a different what? person than I was in the beginning. <laughs> You are? Who are you? Anyway, go ahead. Who are you? Who am I? Uh, all I know is if you don't know who you are today, don't worry about it because there's many different versions of yourself. And it doesn't mean you have a multiple personality disorder either. You just have a lot of facets to your being. I do. You know, I have the me that wants to do this and engage with an audience and connect with people, right? That's what I want to do. Michael says amazing stuff. Hey, Michael, good to see you, buddy. Hey, Michael. I think, hey, Michael knows exactly who Horton Cooley is, right? Yeah, he's the one. Actually, Mike, you're the one. I did the quote that you gave me this morning. That's right, Michael. Talking Horton Cooley right here on the first day pod. (laughs) But I have uh, many facets. So if I like to do a podcast, if I feel I have something to offer, this is me. But at the same time, I don't feel like talking and I just want to kind of be, I'm going to say two words there that would not sound good. And you, I was going to (laughs) say isolate or alone. (laughs) Those, those don't sound great. But what I mean to say is if I just need some time to not say anything and I just want to reflect, that's fine too. That's also who I am. And it's not about what's fine and what's not. I'm just trying to let you guys know that we all have several versions. You know, think about, Windows 95 and think about Windows 10. You know, there's been so many different versions of Windows, the operating system over many years. And those versions are the same system, just enhanced, improved, adjusted. And that's what we do. We are ourselves, but we're new versions. We're updated versions. We create new adjustments for ourselves. Suddenly, hey, I'm Mike Golgovier, version 41.1. So... (laughs) This is what you're dealing with now. That's what I'm dealing with every day. And the Michael Govier 22.1 was different. And this version is much different than that version and so on. But they're all myself. Those were myself. And all the past selves that we've had continue to formulate the current self that I am right now. That's all. So don't think that you just have to be one thing and this is who I am. That's way too much pressure for anybody in this life. It's not necessary. That's what I think we should take away from this little chat today. I love that. Well, I love you, so it works out well. (laughs) I do. I think that's wonderful. And I think, like I said, I think we say this, or I say this a lot in a lot of the things. I think we need to just stop with the labeling. Uh Uh-oh. I really do, because it pigeonholes us. (laughs) It just, it pigeonholes us. I feel like it really 
It puts have you ever us been on in... Twitter? <laughs> what? Have you ever been on Twitter? That's you know, labels are no, everywhere. I don't like Twitter. No. It's on Facebook too. Whatever. You ever been on social media? The no, labels... I've never been on social media. <laughs> never? It's your first time? Oh my god. This is my first time. Right, this is Leanne's first time on social media. Cool. Hi guys. How Welcome. does this work? <laughs> um <laughs> No, but I think that we need to stop because we, when we label ourselves, we pigeonhole, our, pigeonhole ourselves and then it makes it much more difficult for us to veer off anywhere and go into the different directions. And life is so fluid. It's unbelievable. And so unless you're like, but even that, like I was just going to say, unless you're like you're labeling yourself as something like in a future self of where you want to be, but even that. If you label yourself as something in the future, you're still putting limits on things. Yep. Like you're still, I just, I really do feel like life is very, very simple that we can just like tap in, get quiet and just tap into what we want. And whatever those dreams are that are inside of us, I feel like that is the only real truth that's there is like just what's, what's gnawing at you all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a rat. Like a rat. Yeah. <laughs> Our true self is like a rat gnawing at us all the time. Wow. That is fascinating. Uh, final thought here before we go, because we're going to wrap up the show like we Beautiful. always do every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time Live. If this is your first time seeing us, thank you for being here. First time listening to us, five-star review on Apple Podcasts would be wonderful. That would really help the show. We don't get a lot of ratings on Apple. We need more ratings. So if you guys could take a moment and give us a five-star review, not just a rating, the five-star review on Apple Podcast. Help the show grow so we can connect and learn from others. I have a question. I think yes, this go ahead, be, Leanne. Okay, so yes, everything that Mike is saying is good for like analytics and all that kind of stuff to help us grow. But you know what would be really good to help us grow is if you went wherever you're watching. So if you're watching in YouTube, just go up to the top and like take that link of this post. I don't really know how any of this works. Or do you go find a copy link? Anyway, take that and go into whatever Twitter or Facebook or wherever you are and think of like four or five people that you think would dig this show and Ooh. just send it to them and say, hey, these guys go on every Sunday night at eight. Why don't you check them out next weekend? And just do that yeah. because I would rather have our comments and our subscriptions filled with all of our friends. So five of your friends, five of my friends, rather than well, people just who are having... interested in the show, they don't have to be friends. Let's not limit. No, it. no, 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 no. I just mean people. Yeah. People that care about the show, not like, oh, our analytics are up. And so Apple is going to like I get bring it. people to whatever. I think so that's a I great would, point. It's I a... think that would be really, really cool of whoever you think might really like it. If they don't like it, it's fine. That's we're not for everybody, but right. I think there's only one neat. way to find out. Yeah, you do have to give things a chance to know if you don't like something too. Yeah, it's a great idea, Leanne. I really hope everyone listens to you and takes you up on that plea or that offer. Yeah, and in in the podcast, it's super simple because they usually just have like the share button, and you just share and like send it over. So. Yeah. And oh, this Michael one, Crowley this said, episode uh, uh, actually that you're listening to right now is super good because it's not really like some of the topics we get into are like really specific and, you know, you might not feel comfortable sharing that specific thing with a specific person, but this one, yeah. like everybody can relate to it. So share. That's away. right. Very mm -hmm. relatable. 
Yeah. Michael says, we are human beings, not human doings. Mm. Get it? Human doings. It. That'd be funny. Relax and create your life from the inside out. Love you could it. be for everybody. Great stuff. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jason. Thank you guys you. are all been very, you guys all here, you know, if we could just have a hundred more of you, we'd really have a, like the a show that would provide so much to other people. It's not about having numbers. It's about connecting with more people. And every time we get to do that, Jason, you did that today by showing up for the show. Thank you so much. Yes. Ed, Josh, Matt, Carrie, Tammy, everybody was always here. Michael, you guys are always here and you make the show better every week so don't think we've forgotten about you because we never would take you for granted never yeah. never your sh live stream comments make the show that much more uh, useful yeah interesting and creates further discussion which is what we're trying to do here you know what yeah. i mean you know what i mean Vern? uh yeah. quickly i wanted to mention that uh so me and leanne we signed up for noom tonight we're gonna Start using Noom, N-O-O-M. I'm sure some of you have heard of it. You've probably have been bombarded with their ads on YouTube or wherever you see commercials. Uh, thought about doing it for a while, and Leanne had a discount that she got tonight, and she's like, let's do it. And I'm like, all right, here we go. So uh, we're starting Noom. So we're hopefully, and we're doing it to improve our health, you know, eat better, be more healthy, not because we want to look a certain way, but because we just want to be, I, I put in, and it asks you a question in the beginning. It says, why are you using Noom? What do you want to accomplish? What's your goal? And I said, I just want to be healthier. I want to be healthier. Me That's too. it. Oh, good. So we'll see how Noom goes. We'll keep you updated on that. You know, next week, it'll be a week. And hopefully we'll have constant updates. We'll let you guys know if it's uh, something worth pursuing or if we find it to be disappointing. We'll always tell you the truth. That's what we do on the First Day Podcast, right? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Now that you said it, we actually have to do this. <laughs> Well, it's paid for. Yeah, either way. So it's okay. done is done. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Love you guys. All right, well, thanks, everybody. Don't forget, First Day Pod Book Club, Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. DM us. You email the show, firstdaypod at gmail.com. We'll send you the Zoom link freely and happily. It's private only because you just have to ask us. It's not a secret, but it's not just open to anybody in the world. You'd have to get the link from us. Otherwise, that's it. Anyone is welcome. All you gotta do is ask. We'd love to have you. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining the First Day Pod. We'll be back next Sunday night. Until then, Bye. easy does it. <laughs>